Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. My name's Gary and I am your host for this week for episode 206. My co-host Mark is under the weather at the minute. He's not going to be joining us. He's battling some um, some pretty hefty tonsillitis, so he's uh, not in a position to be to be talking at all, let alone chatting Star Wars for an hour. So he won't be with us. So I'm going to rattle through some of the latest news that's landed over the last week, and it'll be a shorter show. So I'll just uh, I'll get through those coming up in this episode. We've got some news mainly around merchandise. Really, we've got. Uh, some figures, some toys and stuff that's been announced recently, a comic book issue that sounds very cool. Uh, an interesting tech announcement from Apple on the new Apple Vision Pro stuff for Disney Plus subscribers. And before that, we are going to be talking about the Bad Batch Season 3 stuff that's landed recently. So we had the new trailer, we've had the episode listing and all the dates and stuff. And also a particular character that's made a bit of a comeback if you're a Star Wars book reader. So we'll get onto that in a moment. So I hope you're doing well, Star Wars Spark of Rebellion listener. I hope you've had a cracking week and that uh, you've done something Star Warsy. Uh, if you listened to last week's show, we had a good crack talking about various news bits there and obviously all of our episodes, we round up all the Star Wars news so that you don't have to go and search the interwebs and find out all your Star Wars news. We give you your fix of Star Wars every week. So to make sure that you don't miss any content from us, make sure you're following or subscribing in your preferred podcast app of choice. You'll find us in there. Just do a search for Spark of Rebellion. Or you can head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. That'll kick you over to all the podcast apps and platforms. Or just listen in your browser if you want to. Just stick at sparkrebellion.com and you can listen to all the episodes there for free as well. If you want to support Spark of Rebellion, if you like what we do here and you want to lob us some beer money with a one-off tip, or if you want to become a monthly subscriber like our mate Kev and our other subscribers from our old Patreon platform, then you can do that over at sparkofrebellion.com forward slash support. You can choose your light or dark side there. Uh, and any money that we get, we put back into the show, by the way, so extra production stuff, making sure content's always regular and up and running. So we very much appreciate those of you that have supported. And uh, if you want to do that, yeah, sparkrebellion.com forward slash support. And actually a big shout out to Kev. He's one of our longtime supporters of Spark of Rebellion. He's been with us since the beginning, pretty much. He's listened to pretty much every episode, I think. He listens religiously every week and comments all the time. He's, his brain's big and full of really cool star wars facts and stuff and and helps us out a lot and uh, he's just a great guy all around he's a top guy kev and uh, we thank you so much for your continued support dude uh, you're awesome so thank you very much for that mate that's kev one of our supporters cheers dude and uh, we're on the socials as well by the way if you want to come and chat with us over on twitter or instagram you can do that just go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash twitter or forward slash instagram and we chat star wars throughout the week and uh, so come and get involved over there so with all that being said, let's crack on with the first story, and this is the Bad Batch Season 3 stuff. So we've had the trailer launch, which looks really cool. We've also had an official poster and some other details and whatnot. And in a nutshell, it feels like as the as we go through the trailer, it's more apparent that um, this is going to be one big rescue mission, it feels like. So Omega was captured at the end of Season 2, and now... 
it's down to the remaining Bad Batch members to to try and rescue her. There's a couple of scenes in the trailer where um, they do say, like, you know, something along the lines of, you know, Omega's, you know, needs to be with us sort of thing. And, um, you know, we need to we need to rescue Omega. So, and she's got her own challenges as well. So wherever she is, she's captured in um, some science facility somewhere. And uh, and she needs to be to be rescued. And then we see some some really cool action scenes. The, the quality of the animation looks amazing, as always. <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought season two looked really, really good. Uh, and a bit of a step up from season one. But this is, again, as you'd expect from the guys over at Lucasfilm and the amazing talent they've got there with the animation stuff. Season three looks a step up from that. So really looking forward to that. The season kicks off with a three-episode premiere um, on February 21st. So not too long to wait, just under a month, which is not too bad. And um, episode one is called Confined. Episode two is called Paths Unknown. And episode three is Shadow of Tantis. So they're going to drop three episodes all at once, which is great. And then we're going to get an episode every week. And it's going to culminate with the finale on May the 1st with episode 15. The cavalry has arrived, which sounds... uh, Rather obvious, but also rather cool as well. Some other episode titles actually sound very cool. They don't give too much away, but um, episode four on February 28th is called A Different Approach. March the 6th, episode five is called The Return, which I think is going to be aimed at a particular character, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, Episode six on March the 13th is going to be a double episode drop. So episode six is infiltration. Episode seven is extraction. So we're going to get two there. March 20th is called Bad Territory. That's episode eight. March 27th, episode nine is called The Harbinger. And then on April 3rd, we're going to get another two episode drop at once. That's episode 10, Identity Crisis. Episode 11, Point of No Return. That sounds very cool. April 10th, episode 12 is called Juggernaut. April 17th, episode 13, Into the Breach. April 24th, episode 14, Flash Strike. And then, as I said, the last episode, 15 on May the 1st, the cavalry has arrived. So it's pretty obvious there that the Bad Batch are going to be going through various struggles and hurdles and and relying on certain allies and stuff that they potentially wouldn't have to rely on normally. But... I'm really up for this. I think out of all the stuff that we've got definitely confirmed coming this year, so the Acolyte, Skeleton Crew, some other bits, I think to kick off with the Bad Batch Season 3 is a good thing. And it's not too long to wait. So that's cool. And then one thing that I wanted to talk about was you guys would have noticed absolutely in the trailer is that a certain character is back, but um, we thought that this character had died in canon. So this is not one of those, um, uh, you know, it's not one of those weird things that they do with some franchises where they leave it very, um, uh, the door open, if you like, with people scratching their heads at the end, like, so is that character dead or not? Did they survive? Who knows? Uh, we don't know. So I'm talking about Asajj Ventress. So those of you that have grown up watching uh, the Clone Wars, etc. You would have known about this character. Um, she was quite a, a, a large character in terms of introducing a new dark side or wannabe Sith 
character. She was the uh, the um, the apprentice to Count Dooku, and <clears throat> in her early days, she really wanted to be a, a true Sith. And uh, we knew about that stuff from um, those early Clone Wars episodes and uh, rocking the old um, the twin red lightsabers and all that stuff. She really wanted to be badass, you know, dark side. And then what happened was um, that didn't work out with Dooku, obviously. And she ended up going back to her night sister clan and, and going through that. And what happened after that is um, there was a book that came out a few years ago called Star Wars Dark Disciple. If you've not read that, it's about her journey from being this kind of uh, hateful, revengeful, um, you know, dark side wannabe to someone that sort of shifts over a little bit slowly. It's a, it's a journey. She becomes a bounty hunter essentially after the Night Sister stuff. But then throughout that book, um, she... Uh, she essentially starts to not sort of start on a journey to the light side or necessarily wanting to be a Jedi or anything like that, but she starts to rediscover some of those feelings and whatnot that had been closed off due to her wanting to be just pure dark side and all that stuff. So um, she starts to fall in love with somebody. She starts to sort of rediscover uh, compassion and whatnot. And it centers around her and a Jedi called Quinlan Voss. And it culminates with a big a big scrap, essentially, between uh, Dooku and those guys. And she sacrifices herself. She throws herself in front of Dooku's force lightning attack. And in the book, she dies. And obviously, the book is canon. So the character is uh, should be, you know, sort of bit in the dust. However, we see her in the Bad Batch Season 3 trailer. So I've dug up this interview with a guy called Brad Rao. And he's the supervising director and one of the show's executive producers on The Bad Batch. And he was talking to uh, the guys over at the official StarWars.com website. And he said, we love Asajj Ventress. She's a character that we've been wanting to tell more stories about. We don't want to spoil anything, but want fans to know that any new storytelling with Ventress will align with the events of Star Wars Dark Disciple. There's there's more in the interview, but that's the that's the key part of it there so we can obviously work out that after the events of dark disciple and that fight and that seeming seemingly sacrificial moment with her uh, and dooku that she didn't die you know there's one of those things where you know she she just didn't didn't die so now she's back and you can see that uh, in the bad batch season three trailer she's got a new look different from what we've seen in the clone wars and so on and uh and, and it looks like she's back to sort of bounty hunter duties and, and whatnot. So that's a little bit of info there on Asajj Ventress, because I think a lot of people, not every single person that's seen as seen the Bad Batch has read Dark Disciple, any, any of the Star Wars books, but it was one of those head-scratcher moments where you're like, hold on a minute, if you had read the book, you were like, she shouldn't be here, she's dead. So there you go. It's one of those things that a lot of franchises do, I think, where especially in science fiction and fantasy, you see it all the time with um, people who are, even if you've seen people like properly die, like have been killed on screen, at some point they come back. No one's as no one's ever truly, in the words of Luke Skywalker, no one's ever truly gone. So you can bring anybody back with, you know, any sort of, you know, some, 
some expositional reasons are a bit far-fetched than others, but essentially, yeah, no one's ever gone. So the Bad Batch Season 3, that's going to drop on February the 21st with a three-episode drop. Finishes on May the 1st. We're going to see Asajj Ventress, probably a few other characters as a surprise that we've not seen in the trailer. And uh, Mark and I will be covering these. We have a spin-off show uh, as a a sister show to Spark Rebellion called the Bad Batch uh, Review Podcast. So we are we will go on there, and what we do is we feed drop those episodes into Spark Rebellion. Anyway, so if uh, if Bad Batch is your thing, we'll stick links to those when that's uh, when we're going to be reviewing those. But you can still listen here on Spark of Rebellion. Moving on to some comic book news, we have a new Darth Maul story that's going to be dropping at the end of April. And this is um, one of those um, kind of uh, side universe um, stories, I think. Uh, it's basically the the black, white and red series of stories where they take um, a Star Wars uh, character or story and they give it a bit of a um, a darker twist. It's got like, um, I've actually got the, the Darth Vader version of this arriving this weekend, so I'll, I'll I'll give you a breakdown next week of what that's like. But the black, white, and red is taking the like the, the normal Star Wars comic run that we see and have seen over the last few years and decades is very much um as you would expect. It's uh it's aimed at all ages. There's nothing in there that's particularly particularly too scary or anything that's that's crazy like that. But these stories take a bit of a darker turn. And they add some horror elements in there. And it's just a bit more of a gritty, sort of non... Um, sort of not your typical comic book feel, basically. So the Darth Vader one is apparently very good. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm enjoying to, to get stuck into that at the weekend. But the next one is Darth Maul. So, um, again, over at StarWars.com, they have an interview... Um, with Benjamin Percy, who is the writer on issue one. So what they're going to do is they're going to drop these as single issues, and then at some point, probably later on this year, at the end of the year or beginning of next year, we'll get it as a collected edition. But for now, um, Benjamin Percy uh, has been speaking a little bit about what's going to come up with um, with this um, first issue with Darth Maul. And these are the questions that they posed him. They said, Moore was introduced in The Phantom Menace as something of a silent assassin, but was then developed into quite a complex character. How are you approaching him in Darth Maul, Black, White and Red? And he goes on to say that, um, uh, I've been a lifelong obsessive fan of the Star Wars galaxy. It's such a foundational part of my imagination and it's a thrill to be able to contribute to it. Now my mind is busy with nightmares, so it's especially a treat to step into the mind of Darth Maul, one of the great villains, the silent assassin as a busy inner world. So he is loyal to Palpatine, but that does not make him a puppet or a tool. He is willing to make his own decisions, ones that could shake the very fabric of the galaxy. As is the case in this chiller and thriller of a story called The Final Occultation. They don't go on to say, what can you tell us about The Final Occultation? If Palpatine is worried about them, that's saying something. And then Benjamin Percy says, uh, Palpatine believes in order and control, whereas the final occultation believes in chaos. They both channel the dark side, but with different intents. 
When you meet this cult, you'll know that most could not withstand their violence and dark intents, but more might have a chance. They then say um, the black, white and red format uh, of atmospheric violence tales seems like the perfect venue for more. How have you enjoyed writing here? He says, this is pure joy and it's such a rush to see Stefano's art. So he's referring to um, Stefano Raphael, who is the um, the artist on it. Uh, he says, it's a rush to see Stefano's art as he brings to life more and this, and this nightmarish journey. I've always loved blending genres and horror and science fiction make for great bedfellows. The dark, cold void of space invites awe and terror. So we're leaning into that. Um, and then they ask him why he thinks Maul continues to be one of Star Wars' most popular villains. And uh, and he says pretty much just what we're all thinking, really. He says his, his iconic look is a big part of it. He's one of the coolest looking characters of all time, from the spiked head to the red skin to the double-bladed saber. He's seared into our minds as the definition of badass. He's single-minded drive and vicious capability is another, and he's an unstoppable force that Palpatine depends on. Um, so... Uh, this sounds very cool. Um, I'm not sure if I pick up issue one. I might wait for the collected edition. I'm not sure. But the crux of the story from the outset is that Darth Maul finds himself dispatched by Palpatine to investigate a prison ship that goes offline. Uh, the vessel, however, is transporting a group known as the Final Occultation, and horrors await. So, um... The final occultation sound cool. It sounds like this sort of cult of dark force users. Not Sith, but um, yeah, dark force users. So we'll see how, how that plays out. But one thing that is cool, and I do think that Darth Maul suits this very well, is this uh, black, white, and red. Where, as I said, it's got a bit more of a, a darker, horror, sort of violent uh, approach to the, to the Star Wars characters. So uh, that drops at the end of April. And we'll let you know what happens with the, the future issues and the collected editions, etc. Next up, let's talk about some uh, a couple of collectibles and toy news. So Gentle Giant um, have announced the, the Night Trooper from Ahsoka as a one-sixth scale mini-bust. And uh, this looks rather cool. So if you guys cast your memories back to when we see Thrawn's Night Troopers in the Ahsoka Tano TV series... It's the look where all their armour is cracked and stuff that has been repaired. And uh, they've got all these uh, bits of red uh, electrical tape around them and so on. They look a bit beat up and whatnot. Looks very, very cool. And um, yeah, so it stands approximately six inches tall, is limited to 2,000 pieces, and goes up for pre-order at gentlegiant.com today as I'm recording this episode, January 26th. So when you guys listen to this tomorrow... There'll be a link in the show notes if you are interested in this. And some blurb from Gentle Giant. So the Night Troopers are coming, once Stormtroopers, now animated by the Great Mother's Magique. The sinister Night Troopers of Grand Admiral Thrawn are now the latest one-sip scale minibus from Gentle Giant. Standing approximately six inches tall atop a black pedestal base, this minibus is limited to an addition of 2,000 pieces and comes packaged in a full-colour box with a numbered certificates of authenticity and it retails for 130 dollars uh, which is probably about a hundred ish pounds uh, it looks very cool uh, i i did like the look of the old night troopers when we were, we were going through ahsoka 
they do look very cool and also gentle giant always produce really nice looking mini busts and whatnot mark showed me actually uh, um, a, a mini bust of yoda from the empire strikes back i think or return of the jedi and uh, it looks really cool really lovely detail and, and all that stuff so that's the night trooper from gentle giant have a look in the show notes f- uh, for the link and see if you are up for that and then some toy news from hasbro so hasbro do these things called uh, the hasbro pulse fan stream events and we had the first one a few days ago on january 23rd where they announced a bunch of new toys um uh, for the black series and the vintage collection lines uh, quite a few of them in fact so i'm going to rattle through them very quickly the first one is we had sabine wren and chopper from the star wars rebels um line as part of the vintage collection which looks very cool the card backs are really cool uh, they, they've taken an image from the big mural that you see um, in star wars rebels which is very cool and uh, that looks like a really cool um, uh, package there and then some cool, cool accessories as well so there's um, sabine's helmet and blaster pistols and shield and um, and whatnot which looks very cool um, and then we have the Black Series Droidica, Destroyer Droids, um, which we I think we first saw them in the Phantom Menace. It could be wrong, but I think that's when we first saw them, like the round rolly droids that have got the blue shields around them and so on. Pretty badass. Uh, they look very cool, actually. Uh, yes, so the first appearance was in the Phantom Menace. Um, not much to say in terms of accessories or anything like that. I mean, they look reasonably well. Uh, poseable and the you know the, the color scheme looks fairly fairly spot on and so on so that's the droidicas and then we've got the uh black series grand admiral thrawn which i have to say looks very cool um oftentimes with the black series you often um yeah most, most of the time they look pretty cool but you do have these misses here and there specifically with the face and the head sculpt and uh, mark and i've spoken a few times on a few figures in the past where we the face sculpt doesn't look all that but i have to say um this thrawn figure for the black series does look very very cool and uh they've even got a little bit of a belly on there not a lot but just a little bit so it's a little so it's it's essentially they've made the decision like you know we don't want our figure to look chubby but at the same time we need to adhere to some kind of screen accurate so yeah it it does it does look pretty cool then we've got another black series figure this is the phase one clone trooper um which uh is the appearance from the attack of the clones and that looks very very cool nothing really new here look at if you look at this um and put it against all the other uh clone trooper figures that we've seen in the past it's very very similar it's just the standard all white armor there's a couple of weapons in there and so on and a removable helmet and stuff uh it does look pretty cool but it's not going to blow you out of the water it's uh it's pretty similar uh then we have another um addition to the vintage line and this is the uh this is clone commander rex um from the bracker mission which looks very cool so this was from um uh this is based on the appearance of the bad batch season two where they go to bracker uh, so this is rex and uh, it looks very very cool again 
very similar to some of the uh, the previous clone trooper armor that you've seen before, but it's obviously got the blue shoulder pauldron and the blue highlights on the helmet and and the arms and and some on the leg and so on. Face sculpt looks fairly as you'd expect. We've seen this before. Uh, it comes with a couple of blaster pistols and a removable helmet, which looks very cool. Another vintage collection figure is the Mandalorian, which is based on uh, season three, um, the Minds of Mandalore. So he's got the uh, the dark saber in this one. His cape looks a bit more beat up. He's got the rocket pack. Uh, looks very similar, almost the same to the other Mandalorian figures, but just slight variances in the armor. And, uh, and has now got the Black Sabre. And then another vintage line collection figure is the um, Grogu in the little um, in the little pod that sort of hovers around behind Mando. And this is based on um, his appearance in Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Um, again, it's just a light, slight little design tweak to the, the pod that he actually sits in. It's got a little see-through acrylic stand, if you want, and it's got a little... Um, the 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 dome on top of the pod flicks back, and then you can see Grogu. It's a very small figure, obviously, because it's the scale and the vintage collection um, is only three point seven five inch anyway. So he does look very very small. So this is more, unless you're like a diehard hardcore Grogu fan, this is more of a companion figure to go alongside um, the Mandalorian figure. But still looks kind of cool. No accessories really. Just um, the stand and the and the pod and all that stuff. Uh, and more vintage line collection stuff. We've got the Fleet Commander from The Mandalorian. This is, again, based on Season 3, uh, The Mandalorian Fleet Commander. Uh, it's just one of the... It's just one of the characters that we saw in uh, in a couple of episodes there. It's Axe Woves. Um, uh, sorry, this is the Fleet Commander that serves under Axe Woves. And, um, yeah looks pretty standard it's it's basically from the neck down it's the mandalorian figure just with a different colorway and slightly different armor uh, a pis pistol and a removable helmet and then we have axe woves himself um from uh, the mandalorian based on his season three appearance moving on we have um again the vintage collection this is luke skywalker the x-wing pilot based on a new hope now, I thought we had this figure already. I honestly thought this one had been released in this line already. Um, but obviously, that's not the case. Uh, this comes with a blaster pistol and a removable helmet, and it's Luke in his orange um, in his orange flight suit and all that stuff. So that's the figures announced from the Hasbro Pulse fan stream. I think we'll get another couple of these as we go throughout the year, but some fairly decent figures there. The Sabine Wren one looks really cool with Chopper. That looks cool. Um, and Admiral Thrawn from the Black Series. That looks cool. The other ones, um, they look okay. I'm not going to pick those up, but I might be tempted by the Luke Skywalker uh, X-Wing pilot figure from A New Hope and Thrawn. So yeah, we'll see how those go. But uh, these, uh, when are these dropping? Let's have a quick look. These are dropping. So, so the, um, where are we? Sabine and Chopper, uh, Autumn this year. The Droidicas, Summer this year. Thrawn is dropping. Um, spring twenty twenty five. Okay, so 
next year for Thrawn. That's interesting. Um, the Phase One Clone Trooper, spring this year. Um, Commander Rex from the Bracker mission from the Bad Batch. That's summer this year. The Mandalorian, Minds of Mandalore, summer this year. Grogu, summer this year. Um, Mandalorian Fleet Commander, summer. Axe Woves, summer. And X-Wing Luke, summer as well. So most of them, uh, not too far to wait. But Thrawn, why is Thrawn next year then? That's interesting. Anyway, there's your figures from the Hasbro Pulse line. And then lastly, just a cool little technology tidbit. Those of you that want to be an early adopter for the upcoming Apple Vision Pro stuff, if you've got a, f a few thousand pounds just sitting behind the sofa, you want to get some new tech, then you'll be treated to some extra 3D experiences if you're a Disney Plus subscriber. So, um, essentially what this is, if you're watching Disney+, Plus, if you've got the app fired up and you're watching it through Apple's new Vision Pro headset, then you'll be treated to some fancy 3D environments and whatnot as you're going through um, that you can select as like the background to the app. So you've got the app that appears as a, as a big panel in the middle of your vision I was going to say screen then as your sort of vision, but then you can choose an environment that you want to have as your backdrop, which looks very cool. And one of those is Star Wars themed, obviously. So you've got a choice between the Disney Plus theatre, which is based on the historic El Capitan theatre in Hollywood. You've got the Scare Floor from Monsters, Inc., which actually sounds very cool. You've got Avengers Tower, which overlooks Manhattan. And then for the Star Wars themed one, they've gone with the the cockpit of Luke Skywalker's land speeder on Tatooine as you're facing a binary sunset, which does, you know, I'm a sucker for a new, like a new hope is my favorite star Wars film. And I love that whole, that whole Tatooine vibe with the, the twin sunsets and Luke and his land speeder and stuff before he goes off on his adventure and stuff. I love all that, all that design and, uh, and stuff like that. So that sounds very cool. And then there's a load of blurb from uh, from Dolby Vision and from Apple and and all those dudes. It does sound very cool. And the other thing with this Apple Vision Pro is that uh, a lot of the films are going to be, you'll be able to watch them in what they're calling true 3D, which does sound kind of cool. I know we went through a bit of a 3D phase, didn't we, a few years ago. A lot of TV manufacturers and, and movie studios tried to push 3d for home viewing and stuff i didn't really land at it but um uh, this does sound cool so bob Iger says uh at disney we're constantly searching for new ways to entertain inform and inspire by combining exceptional creativity with groundbreaking technology to create truly remarkable experiences so that's bob Iger there absolutely not using chat gpt or any kind of ai tool there to make this sound very salesy and very um, product-led. That's not Bob Iger using any kind of tool there. Just want to reiterate that. And uh, yeah, sounds kind of cool. So they do mention, the only sort of thing they mention in terms of 3D films, uh, they go on to say that, this is the people at Disney+, Plus. they go on to say that uh, it's, um, uh, with 3D movies, Disney's storytelling will also leap off the screen like never before with remarkable depth and clarity for an unprecedented in-home 3D experience on Disney Plus with Apple Vision Pro. Viewers will be able to watch dozens of popular movies in 3D, like Avatar The Way of the Water, Avengers Endgame, 
Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Elemental, and Encarto. It says more titles, including those available exclusively to Disney+, Plus, will be announced at a later date. So Star Wars, The Force Awakens, you'll be able to rock that in 3D. That's an interesting one. So, uh, yeah, anyone that does pick up the, the Apple Vision Pro, let us know what you think of those 3D environments and the Tatooine and what The Force Awakens looks like in 3D. Sounds rather good. So that's all your news. That's all your roundups. And I'm going to wrap it there for episode 206. Spark Rebellion listener, thank you very much for coming back and listening to another episode of the podcast. Uh, that was me rattling through all the news. Mark should be back next week. Hopefully he's feeling better by then and we can crack on with some more Star Wars news and talk about some cool Star Wars-y stuff. If this is your first time listening to Spark of Rebellion, then welcome. It's been great to have you here. This is not the normal format and run of the show. Uh, when it's just one of us, we tend to just rattle through the news so that you're just kept up to date but if you've liked this episode make sure you follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts you won't miss an episode as we put a new one out every single saturday chat with us on the socials just head over to sparkrebellion.com forward slash instagram or forward slash twitter as we talk star wars throughout the week and if you like spark of rebellion and you want to join kev and our other supporters you can do that over at sparkrebellion.com forward slash support and thank you very much to those of you that have supported us so far it enables us to keep putting Star Wars content out every week and making sure it's all sounding tip top. So until next week for 207, make sure you take care of yourself, have a good one, and may the Force be with you always. <laughs>